Okay, everyone, my name is uh, Jason York. Thank you for joining me on the York Podcast Show today. It is Happy Thanksgiving Day down in America. Uh, Of course, that means that there is some football on today, which I'm excited about. I fucking love the NFL. Um, And, of course, it's the Detroit Lions. Um, You know, I... My two teams, the NFL, and I've only had one team for, you know, the last several hundred years, is the Chicago Bears. Love the Bears. Okay? Always been a Bears fan. Always have been. Always will be. Thick through thin, what have you. Um, and we all know their quarterback situation. It's, it's, it's a mess. Okay? But over the last few years, I've always, I'm just kind of like looking over here, looking over there. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I have totally... Totally have fallen in love with the LA Rams. Just fucking love that team. Just, okay, I'm like, you know what? Gotta love them. Gotta love them. I love Goff. Goff's my guy. Uh, Watch them beat the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers there the other night with Tom Brady. Those two picks that Tom Brady threw, those weren't good picks. Those weren't good, t- those weren't good picks at all. And, you know, you, you know, people are, oh, well, Tom's getting old and all that stuff. You, you, you could start to say that maybe a little bit more. But it's going to be really interesting to see how Tampa Bay finishes this season and where what happens. You know, there's there's 7 and 3 and that doesn't mean that they're going to make the playoffs because the NFC is is that that conference right now is it, it's really interesting to see more importantly what the hell's happening in the West because you got the Cards, the Seahawks and you got the Rams. That that's going to be extremely intriguing. Never mind you have the Saints and the Bucks. In that division, like what? Who knows what's going to happen there? But it's going to be very intriguing with Tampa Bay because I'll tell you this: here's that ugly word you don't ever want to hear in dressing rooms, and that's injuries. Tampa Bay, for them to do anything, they've got to stay healthy, and they can't just get into some sort of little two or three win 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 streak. They've got to win a few more games than two or three for Tom to really get going here. Okay. I don't, I don't remember the last time uh, we, we've seen the NFL look so sporadically somewhat kind of good. I'm not a fan of the 49ers. I hate the 49ers. I can't stand uh, Jimmy G. I mean, I, I, hey, he's probably a cool guy and all that stuff, but I think, I, I, think, I think the media jumped on this kid. And yeah, they went to the Super Bowl last year. And they met fucking the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. How do you like that? But Jimmy G is, as far as I'm concerned, a bit overrated. And a lot of people won't disagree with that. But it would have been interesting if the 49ers were healthy. I mean, listen, this whole COVID thing in the NFL this year, it's not good. This, this is the one league that is still somewhat kind of, you know, even the NBA. Like, the NBA was okay. I, I'm not going to, you know, cramp on the NBA too much. They did what they could. They were able to do what they could. Um, but that being said, the NFL is working right now and yeah, there's more or less every week there's, there's, you know, two or three players and I, and I hope all these players stay healthy and recover. Um, but the, the, the thing about the NFL and why it's, it's kind of looking from, from that, that it's kind of working from afar is 17 weeks. It's 17 weeks. And the NBA and the NHL coming out in, I mean, there's talks that the NHL is going to resume, I believe, the second week of January. I don't know how they're, and, and my point is they want to put 82 games back on the track. 
I think that's stupid. I, I just think they're messing with, with way too much fire. Way too much. And same thing with the NBA. But I, but I know what that's about. That's about the revenue. So anyways, that being said, and, and maybe they know something that we don't know. Because I'll tell you this much. What Canadians woke up to this morning was pretty damn somewhat exciting. Now, Trudeau and his scientists and his doctors, they were all sitting there today except for Justin. Um, he had some of his key people there. And basically what it's sounding like that Canada has the rights, has purchased uh, the dotted the I's, crossed the T's with five different vaccine manufacturers. Okay, so the vaccine is on its way. Um, it's being fast-tracked up here within the next two to three weeks. So folks, stay disciplined, be responsible. If you do go outside, wear your mask. Don't go into stores and being an idiot. I keep saying that, but that's the truth. You don't believe in it. You don't have to, like, like that's the thing what society has shown its ugly self. There, there's been a couple of things that have happened here. A, some weak meat governments have allowed certain cities, provinces to police themselves. Us, number one, okay? This, this I will tell you right now, I, I live here. I've lived here my whole life. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've had the privilege to travel around North America. I've been to the major cities, LA, Chicago, New York. Those are fucking cities, folks. Those are cities, okay? And say what you want about the, 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 the scum areas of, of all three of those cities, but there's a different sort of... There, there, there's, there's a few different tiers and different levels and a few different mechanisms that produce just such a different feeling. And this city up here right now... And again, I've lived here my whole life... Um, I, I think this is one of, like, one of the stupidest cities, period. The way Vancouver people have handled themselves a majority of this time throughout this pandemic. I, I have scores of acquaintances that I know that don't wear masks. I don't hang out with them, but I see them basically daily. And they walk around in their North Face vest and their fucking Stan Smiths. And they think they're the only fucking dude that has Stan Smiths. And I see these people walking into banks with no masks. I see these couples walking around kits, no masks. It's like, hey, man, I know you. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And you see this a lot in Vancouver. I'd say, I, I would say, give or take, some days, at the max, you will see, sure, 65% of people in Vancouver wearing masks. And that's a good thing, but it should be higher. It should be higher, without a doubt. Anyways... So that's the good news, is that there are five different vaccines that are going to be up here in Canada. Now, the one thing they're saying is it's going to take about two or three more weeks. We're going to have this up here in terms of the logistics where it's going to be stored and all that stuff, because some of these vaccines we know have to be stored at a very, 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 very cold temperature space. Okay, let's don't fucking worry about that. They'll figure that out. Okay, but the bottom line is this, is that it's going to get fast tracked. And it's going to be in Canadians' arms within possibly the next four to six weeks. And again, this doesn't mean that we start running out and licking everyone's hands and kissing everybody and all that stuff. Like Vancouver, like, like get your shit together here. Do this right. Where, where we possibly could be in turn three going into turn four. And guess what, folks? After turn four, there's the finish line. And it may not be back to fucking normal 100%, but I'll take 50%. 
And if I get that vaccine and they say, okay, go home and be a good person now for the next 27 days until you get the second one, fucking rights, man. I'll lock my place down again. I got no problem with that. But you yahoos out there in Vancouver that think this is fake, think that all you want. But don't go put that on other people because you may affect someone's life for the rest of their life. Be responsible here. Be respectful. You go outside, wear a mask. I know they're not saying, well, you know, you wear a mask when you go inside. No, no, no. Wear a mask every fucking wear. Okay, enough of that. Um, got the Detroit Lions and the Houston Texans on in the background today. Um, looks like Detroit's going to suck again this year. Okay, so... I got a few uh, DMs there from uh, Instagram uh, indicating some people's top five. I'm like, okay, okay. The, I got about seven of them, and there was three bands that came up, and I was like, wow, okay, I get it. I, can, I, I groove. Pink Floyd, The Beatles, and Fleetwood Mac. Uh, some people said, hey, what about this band? What about that band? There was, a couple, there was two police, too. I love the police. Don't get me wrong. But they don't, they don't do it for me. I mean, a lot of their tracks they do, but not enough. Not enough, okay? Um, Fleetwood Mac, I mean, what the fuck? I mean, come on. That's, that's, that's a band. That's a real fucking rock and roll band. The, the, you know, like the, 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 the rhythm section, for, for crying out loud. I mean, you had, two, you had three amazing singers. I mean, McVie, Lindsay, Nix. Does it get better than that? I don't think so. They, they have put out some of the best fucking groove, boogie, rock roll, rock and roll ever, hands down. Um, the Beatles, I will say, I, I, I love the Beatles, and I love the Beatles on many different levels, but I don't love them in terms of, oh my God, I love all their music. And a lot of people are like that with the Beatles. Like, they just can't fucking get enough of it. And I, I get it. I can respect that. That's okay. Because there's a lot more to the Beatles than just... You know, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, look, we all know rock and roll and fashion go hand in hand. I mean, they are the, the, they are the, the statues for a lot of us still. When I see someone in, 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 in uh, Barbados or Yves Saint Laurent, Lenny Kravitz and some fucking, you know, $18,000 leather jacket, I'm like, that's badass, man. Fucking love it. That's rock and roll. Full tilt boogie, baby. Um, I mean... The Beatles, I loved the Beatles' look, unfortunately, when they were on their way out. Because they had that whole flair of, of rock and roll and just beauty and, oh, it was good. You know, on the Let It Be uh, album cover, I mean, that was as badass as it could get. You know, on the rooftop there, um, Get Back, I mean, they're all wearing fucking slacks and, and, and boots and fur jackets and big fur jackets. I mean, that's rock and roll. I mean, you want to do the fur jacket thing? Ian Asbury back in the day. No one wore the black fur jacket better than that motherfucker. That was badass. That guy would come out on stage, you know, tight black jeans and boots, fucking black fur jacket with no shirt. Oh, fuck, it was something, man. You know, that's rock and roll. That's fashion. But I get the whole Beatles thing. I, I get how people like love the Beatles. I get it. They, they've, they've brought out some of the 
greatest tracks of all time. Fucking love the Beatles. Pink Floyd. I mean, those were kids, man, when they when they were when they were doing what they were doing. And that was heavyweight shit, man. Like I remember the first time I heard Pink Floyd, I got scared. I I I I, I listened to the wall and I was like, ugh. But you could you could take the Who, the Beatles, the Stone Zeppelin, and Black Sabbath and go right there. Right there, that's rock and roll. And everyone would go, yep. And and the, the thing about those five bands is they really truly did have their own original sound. They really, really did. They didn't I mean they, they took from all the greats, all the blues, all the all the jazz, all the, the, the country, whatever. And they put their stamp on it. And that's what a great artist does. That's what a great artist does. It's no different than, than, than Jean-Michel Basquiat. Basquiat took from everybody and then put his feeling, his take, his fucking stamp on it, and boom, that's what you got. And I don't know if there's five other bands that have done it better. And, and they were able to keep their own sound and it was and it and and you really for like real fans of each of those bands it didn't it it didn't you didn't get tired of it and that's the thing though with the beatles i i didn't like some of the the earlier like i loved the earlier stuff i didn't like the submarine stuff in there there was just i don't know there was just i don't know i didn't really like the flow of it and that's okay but the who the beatles the stones zeppelin black sabbath Floyd, five, six bands there. I, I really don't know if there was other bands that were able to carry that torch. And if you look at those, those bands moving forward, sh- show me a few bands out there today that are still lingering around in the last 20, 30 years that have been able, that have been able to maintain that, that stability of their sound and and it's a, like I mean Bruce Springsteen you could th- you could throw the boss in there. Bruce has done it. If if I was to say one band today that's still kind of I mean and that's that you could you could that list could get wide real quick. If you really want to like, you know. I mean you could throw the fucking Melvins in there, man. They don't, they don't fuck around. They know their sound. They know who they are. Just, just like fucking Slayer, a band like Slayer. You know, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam don't fuck around. They stick to what they are. And that is hard, folks. It is, as, as an artist, I will say this. Um, and, I'm, and I'm not stroking my ego here, but I've had people have come on and off my, 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 my path of life and have said, fuck, the one thing about you that I do know, man, and I've watched you, and it's somewhat, it's kind of exhilarating to watch, is you keep on cranking out original work. And yeah, I, I'm just like no other, I, I'm no different than any of these, 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 these greats, because we all have to take. And I learned that from the art critic Jerry Saltz said, you need to study the history of art. And, I, and I've started to do that. 
And I remember one day, him, he was kind enough, he took the time, he started direct messaging me one day. And he's done that once or twice, every six, seven, eight months, he'll do that. I, I, I'm like, Jerry, can I ask you a question? And he'll reply, yes. But that was the thing that Jerry helped me understand was is that as an artist, you have to understand the history of, of art. And that's no different for musicians, directors, writers, producers, all that stuff. And, and I said, I, I get it, but I don't want to take from everybody. And he basically said, you know, you know I, I can't remember his exact words where he's like, you're going to have to, though. And he said, they all did, Jason. And once I felt like, okay, there was some sort of understanding to that. Like, I get that today. And it's fucking almost next to impossible but the more you do it, the more you see it in front of you, I mean, these are your pieces. This, this is your work. You start to build that account of your experiences, and that sort of takes you to that next tier of having faith and believing in yourself that you, you can continue to build an original inventory. Not easy. It's extremely fucking difficult. You know, um... I am a fan of the chili peppers. Love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I do. I, I don't like all their music, but they're another band that has been able to maintain consistently the, their own sound, their own uh, vibe, their, their groove, uh, who they are, what they are. Very important piece of rock and roll. But it's extremely hard. And, you know... Th- th- Getting some of these direct messages about, hey, what about the Beatles? You know, one guy's like, hey, I, 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 uh, I kind of don't mind the, uh, your, your top five. Kind of took me back. Helped me understand. Oh, yeah. Or reminded me, he said, oh, yeah, the Stone Roses. Fucking rights, man. But these people are not wrong in terms of the Beatles, Pink Floyd, and Fleetwood Mac. These, these are three of the giants of rock and roll. My top five is not the top five of... <laughs> that's just my top five. <clears throat> but maintaining and, and, and constantly producing original work is, is extremely difficult for artists. Being a full-time artist, I, I always get asked this question, you know, hey, I'm thinking about doing this full-time and yada, yada, yada. It's like, if you're going to go for it, you're going to go for it. But you better know and, and how you're going to know is how long you've been sitting there with that, that, that sort of on-the-fence decision. How do you think about it? How do you see yourself? Like, this, this is going to take a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of willingness, a lot of determination. Oh, and by the fucking way, as a full-time artist, you better develop a massive level of elephant-like thick skin. Because this is the industry where they're going to tell you right where to go eight times out of ten. And I, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there'll be some artists out there and go, nah. How you get noticed, and this is, this is the tricky part. And this is just, this is me at six years, okay? Your work can be good. But your work has to be great to, to really be seen by that next level. Like you have to, it, it, it's like, you remember the, uh, the show? The uh, inside the actor's studio, okay? Limpton, was that his name? James Limpton, the host? I think that's his name. 
Steve Martin was on once, and he basically said it. James said, all right, so you're going into this, this audition, whatever, whatever, first time. And, and something in Martin said, you have to knock it out of the park. Because you, you don't know how many times you're going to get to that plate. You don't, you don't know how many times you're going to get the out opportunity in the big show. So you need to be swinging for the fences. And you need to knock it out of the park. And if that's your mentality, and you can keep that mentality, and you fucking go for it, you got a good shot. But that, that shot has to be great. That's the home run. You know, I, I've seen, and, and many different actors have followed up with that more or less. Brad Pitt, I've heard more or less say the same thing. Robert De Niro. Like, you got to go for it. You got to go for it. And I don't know if there is, now we've kind of switched over to art, but I'm not a fan of, and, and, and I don't mean any disrespect to other artists that are out there, I'm not a fan of seeing these big paintings of Tupac and then someone spray paints something over them and it says Gucci or Chanel or whatever. Like, don't get me wrong. I think, I think some of those color schemes and, and, and uh, the, the, the content is, is pretty cool. Okay? And, and it's, it's got some flash. It's got some flair. I, I get it. I get it. And, and here's the thing. Blood, sweat, and fucking tears goes into that. That I know. That I know. But there's a lot of that art out there and you know what it's selling and good for them fuck it. I mean anyone I meet whether you're on the street or a friend or a peer or an acquaintance or another artist from a different city different province whatever you sell a fucking piece of art and you want to share it with the world great good perfect good for you I'm happy but I'm not a fan of a lot of art that's out there now I will say through the pandemic holy shit there has been a lot of great artists really really doing some great work. And, and it's actually been quite inspiring. Uh, I've been inspired quite often during this pandemic. And yeah, probably because of the raw emotional upheavals that are, that are all taking place through all of us right now. But I will say there is some really good art being produced right now. And that's inspiring. As an artist, you don't get inspired every day. People always ask me that. What, what inspires you? Fuck, it could be a, a flash of a color out of the corner of my eye. Literally. Artists know what I'm talking about. But that doesn't come every day. That doesn't come every hour. I think the biggest thing that inspires me is movies and music and fashion. Just the color and the flair and the, the sort of raw sexiness behind all three of those things. Anyways, I am Jason York, your host. That is episode, I think, six or seven in the books. We'll come back a little bit later. We're going to put two or three more different episodes. I know I've been away. I've just been fucking bogged down by this bullshit. And yet today there's some good news finally in Canada around some, some vaccines. So tune, a little, tune in a little bit later. Again, I am York of the York Podcast Show. If you go outside, wear a mask. And if you go outside and you wear a mask, or if you go outside and you don't wear a mask, go back inside and get your fucking mask. And don't go out there and get irresponsible. Folks, we are possibly around turn three, heading into turn four. Happy Thanksgiving to the Americans, to America. <laughs>